Hello, queens, and welcome to the Purity After Promiscuity podcast, where we are redefining a woman's worth. I'm your host, Janelle Renee, and I just want to thank you all for joining in, tuning in, listening, streaming, taking time out of your busy day. Thank you so much. I appreciate each and every one of you, queen, and I just want you to know that you are worthy. I thank you for just tuning in for the first time. If you're a first-time listener, welcome, welcome, welcome. I thank you. I'm honored that you will take this time, this moment to listen to what I have to say, this content, because it's for you. It's for you, sis. So I hope you're blessed. I hope you receive what you need. And I hope that you can continue to go forth or that you can even figure out that you need to redefine your worth. And to all my loyal listeners, hey girl, <laughs> I just so appreciate each and every one of you every time I see a stream. I don't know exactly who it is, but I just am blessed to see every week that I do um, see that I have listeners and streams and, you know, I get feedback where people reach out to me via social media or if they know me personally. So I am just so elated at all of the good feedback that I've been getting and just the, um, you know, the it's like really what I need to keep going. It's like the fuel, right, that I need to keep doing this every week because it's not easy, y'all. But it's so worth it because I love y'all that much because I really want to see y'all whole and healed and redefining y'all worth and walking in the fullness of who you're called to be, walking in purpose, right? I want to see you thriving. I want to see you living. I want to see you just, you know, living out your dreams, experiencing abundant life, having fulfilling and fruitful relationships, you know, having, um, feeling a self. Of, uh, a sense of fulfillment in, in what you're doing as far as your career you know I want you to be able to believe in yourself to love yourself to see yourself as beautiful as worthy as valuable right to to walk like it talk like it. it's all about you sis that's why I get up and do this every week it's not about me Um, Because it's a blessing to get up here to serve, to serve y'all, to minister to y'all. And I don't take it lightly. So I want to thank everybody, whether you're new here to the podcast um, and and to our community, because this is a community. This is a women's community where we are here adjusting each other's crowns as we're redefining our worth. And so um, it doesn't matter if this is your first um, time listening in or if you have 10th, 5th or whatever. It doesn't matter. I thank you and I appreciate you. So, how y'all doing? I hope y'all week went well. Mine went, it went good. You know, I can't complain. Um, Had some little things come up, but you know, all is well. And so I just, I'm I'm here. Hello? Okay, how many of us can be grateful that we still here? Come on, because the alternative, I mean, I want to still be here because every day that I'm here is another day I get to do it right. It's another day that I can start over. It's another day that I can be a blessing. It's another day that I can do whatever it is that I'm called to do, that I can worship God, I can praise, I can pray, I can do all the things that bring me a sense of goodness and fulfillment. I I get to do that again. I get to see my children again. I get to take care of them again. I get to take care of my home again. You know, I get to do something new again, right? I get to learn again, right? I get to meet a new person again. I get to have a new experience again. So every day is a new day. And that's why the Bible says that the Lord's mercies are new every morning. Because every time we wake up, we have another opportunity. So I'm grateful. I don't know about you. Um, So I thank you all that you're here. I'm thankful that I'm here. And so we want to get into today's episode. And today is called um, The Wait Is Over. Mm, Because that's something I keep hearing. Um, I've heard that um, particular statement like two times, two, three times this week here, just in the last few days, the wait is over. 
And so this is really a, gonna be a very personal word. So I hope that whoever this is for, even including myself, that you really, um, that you receive it and that it resonates with you. And that, and that then you don't just receive it and it resonates, but that you actually put it to action, right? Because how many of us know that knowledge is only power when you actually put action behind it? You can have all the knowledge you want. You can have all the revelation you want. You can have all the answers you want, but if you don't do something with it, it's like, it's meaningless. So um, here today to say the wait is over. And again, um, I'm just going to allow the Holy Spirit to flow through me like I normally do, right? As many of you know, I am a Christian, a Christ follower, believer, um, however you guys like to identify. Um, but I, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. That's just the bottom line. And as much as this is not a Christian podcast, this, I am a Christian. So more times than not, things will be biblically based or Holy Spirit may just speak to me, to a particular person or to people. Um, and so I'm always going to give room to the Holy Spirit to flow because um, the Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. He's the head of my life. And so this is a serious um, podcast today because this is an intentional word, right? The wait is over. There are some of us who've been waiting in, for years. Y'all, it's some of us. I know it's not just me because I know too many other people personally who've been waiting. And particularly, maybe you're a Christian as well. And maybe you've been praying or been believing about a word that you feel the Lord has given you years ago. Maybe um, maybe there were some things prophesied over your life by a true prophet of, uh, of God, right? Maybe, you know, in your personal time of devotion or maybe through a dream or a vision or what have you, however God speaks to you, it can be different for all of us. But regardless, you know that there is something that God placed on the inside of you. There is something that he spoke directly to you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. He says the wait is over. The wait is over. The things that have been held up, the things that have been in delay, right? Because the Bible tells us that certain things that God uh, released in the earth, he'll say, and it won't delay or it won't tarry, meaning it won't be held up. But some of us have blessings and promises, right? Um, that we've been holding on to these words for all this time. They've been held up. And it's a lot of reason for that. Sometimes it's just about timing, right? Um, sometimes we get a word, but it's our responsibility to seek God for the timing of it. Um, because the Bible tells us in Ecclesiastes 3 um, that there is a time and a season for everything under the sun. So when we get a word from God, it is our responsibility to seek him to say, okay, is this a right now word? Is this a future word? Is this a password? Like, what is this? And so, or it could be because maybe the enemy, right? If you're not a Christian or if you are a Christian and maybe you have not um, got the memo or you're not... Um, been taught or maybe you're not reading your bible hmm we have an adversary and here's the here's the thing the adversary he doesn't like you whether you're a christian or not i mean it doesn't matter you you're not you're not um you know you're not not gonna be a an ex you're not exempt i guess that's the word i'm looking for <laughs> you're not exempt just because you haven't received christ because the, his goal is for you not to receive christ so he will still do things to try to um to make sure or at least tempt or attempt to keep you from ever meeting christ so it doesn't matter um you're 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 someone that he doesn't like and so often he, he's going to bring different things in our lives that will try to delay or try to destroy or try to steal or try to kill something 
that has been spoken over us, right? He's often after our destiny. Um, the destiny is the destination, right? The place where you are meant to go. So like it's where you're headed. And most of us who are Christians, the final destination or destiny is heaven. However, there are still things that we are created to um, to do here in the earth. So there are certain paths and certain places and certain positions that we are to acquire or fulfill or do here in the earth that begins to align us with our destiny, which is that thing that God destined for you to do from the beginning, from the foundations of the earth earth all of us have a destiny whether you know it or not whether you're a christian or not i am here to tell you you have a destiny when god created you because he created all of us he, he's the creator of creation heaven and earth and everything therein right in the fullness thereof he created it all just because you may not believe in him or that you may not know him or that you may believe in a different type of god does not negate the fact that he's still the creator of creation so with that said, God is intentional about everything he created. If we look at Genesis 1, we see God created, He first thing he said, let there be light, right? He created light because it was darkness. It was intentional that there had to be light. You know why? Because God is light. He is Ori. He is light. And then what can you not do if you don't have light? You can't see. And it's not that he needed to see, but he was preparing. He was setting the atmosphere for the creation that he was be going to begin to plant, right? Light. Also, light is necessary for life, right? How many of us know, like, especially if you're into gardening, if you plant something, you know the cycle that it needs. It needs, it needs the sun, you know, it needs the oxygen, it needs water, and it needs an environment, right? The thing, the area, the dirt, the soil that is planted in. So light is necessary for life, right? Light is also necessary for vision um, and sight. So again, everything God created, he created with intention. It has a particular purpose. And it didn't stop when he created the heavens and the earth, the firmament. It did not stop when he created the land and he separated it in the sea and he kept it in his boundary. It didn't stop when he created this, the um, stars, the sun, the moon, the um, fish of the sea, the, the fowl, the birds of the air, the, all of the creeping things all that crawl upon the earth. It didn't stop when he planted the trees and the vegetation and, he, and all of that. It continued on even through when he got to mankind because mankind is the only thing he created in his image everything else was created and it was good because god does good he's good and he only does good right so it was still good but when he got to mankind he had a conversation with the rest of him the the, the rest of himself because he's a triune god he's three in one he's god the father um god the son jesus and holy spirit right they have different natures and different functions but there's one god i know that may be a little confusing but you know that's just to say like jesus had a particular he's the he's the manifestation of god that that actually came to the earth and that dwelt among us right the god in the flesh you know god the father is god in spirit and the holy spirit is the spirit of god and that is how we are empowered and encouraged and that's how we're convicted and how we how we hear god a lot of time it's because his spirit right and so um he had a conversation with himself and he said let us create man in our image so 
That was the only time in that creation story that God even had to have a conversation. Everything else he created and he created it and it had an intention and a purpose. But when it came to mankind, he had to have a conversation, which meant that this creation right here, this is another level. This has another weight to it. So let me make sure I have a conversation and get us all on one accord that we about to create this thing right here in our image, right? So he created mankind in his image, in his likeness. He created them. He created him, male and female. He created them, right? That tells us that every man and woman is created by God. I had to break that down. I don't know why, but hey. So you're created by God with a purpose. Obviously with a special purpose because A, God had to have a conversation with himself. B, he said it is created in our image, our likeness, and see, after he created it, he said, it's very good. After he created mankind, it was a very put before the word good. It wasn't just good like everything else that had been created up until that point. Mankind was very good. So that lets us know that we, in, in, in the creation story, are set apart from everything else he created. That means we have, we have a special purpose. A special destiny, right? And so from the foundations of the world, God created something for you to do, for you to accomplish in the earth that is going to tie into all the rest of creation because it's all, we're all, it's all um, connected, right? And so a lot of times we never know what that is. And we find ourselves doing a lot of other things that and these may be good things. Again, we, there's a distinction between, between something that is good and something that is very good, right? Again, he created all of those other things for those, those on those first five days. But on the sixth day, he created, he created man. And that was very good. So there was a distinction. So there's a distinction between something that's good and something that's very good or something that's God, right? And so a lot of times we get caught up in doing things and they could be good things, right? You could be doing something and you could be good at it. You could be talented at it. You could be crushing it, killing it, successful. You know, you could even be happy, but that don't mean that you are in your purpose. It don't mean you're fulfilling your destiny. You could be in a relationship. Come on, like I remember... <laughs> This is so funny, but I just thought about it. I remember um, this lady when I was still doing hair and I was at work, we was at the salon and she wasn't my client. She wasn't even a client of anybody's, but she came in with one of my, um, with one of the um, other stylist clients. She was like a friend of hers and she said she was a prophet of God. I mean, come on now. We know we do have to be um, discerning because every person who say they're a prophet or a prophetess not. And that's why we definitely have to make sure we discern the spirit. However, you know, I wasn't really sure about her. But hey, she says she's a prophetess. I ain't think nothing of it. Next thing you know, she just start going into um, <laughs> these, this, I guess, prophetic utterance, if you will. And she started prophesying to me. Um about my life, my husband in particular. And she was saying all of these things about character, like different um, characteristics or different um, quali qualities and things that my husband has, who he is, the caliber of man he is, um, the type of success he has, what he's gonna do for me, um, what he's gonna buy, and kind of like giving me details that 
And if it was to come to pass, then I would know what she said was true, basically. Because she got very detailed. But I just was laughing because at the time she's saying this, I'm in a relationship. And she ain't she ain't describing bro. Okay? Let's just say that. <laughs> it was very clear that she was not describing the brother that I was currently with. Who at the time, I believed was my husband. So... I'm listening to her. And so after she kind of took a breath, I was like, um, ma'am, that's cool. But I'm in a relationship with someone. And she looked at me and she was like, I mean, that's, that's okay. She was like, I mean, he good, but God has something better. <laughs> what? So that goes to show. And let's be clear. He was not even good. Okay. <laughs> but that goes to show that something can be good and still not be God. So we could be in a situation, in a relationship, on a job, you know, um, in a friendship, at a ministry, at a church. We could be doing a plethora of things and they can be good things. We can be in these friendships and relationships and they can be good people, but it still doesn't mean they're God. And so here's the thing. The word of the Lord is the way it's over. But here's the caveat. You got to get in position. What does that mean? That means whatever that thing that you know ain't God, that even though it's a good thing, even though the position is good, it pay good, even though the opportunity is good, it's kind of on the, like, in alignment with what you want to do, even though, you know, this person is, is, is good, you know, they have some good qualities, they have a good heart, y'all get along, y'all got chemistry, um, all of these things, right? Whatever this may be, oh, this, this been your friends, y'all grew up together since kindergarten, you know, y'all, y'all just, that's your A1. But, you know, there's still some changes, some things that have been kind of like happening that, you know, been unsettling in your spirit or you've been looking at the situation or the person differently or you're not as connected to them as you used to be. Listen, listen, the wait is over, but you got to get in position. That means you got to remove the thing that, you know, is not God, no matter how good it is. And no, that ain't easy. It's not easy, y'all. I'm going to give y'all my own personal testimony that just happened this week. Funny how a lot of the times the podcast be based off my real life experience, y'all. I don't get up here and make these things up. I don't get up here and just say stuff off the top of my head. It's really stuff I experienced in my real life. And that's how I know these things to be real or to be true or whatever it is. Because it's something that I literally have firsthand experience on. And so... I've been having an idea in my mind come up lately about wanting to do hair. Um, I still love doing hair, y'all. Like, I don't do it anymore. Um, I just do my own. But um, I still have a passion for it. I still have a really deep love for it. So I tend to watch a lot of reels and videos and things of other girls doing hair. And sometimes it really stirs up my spirits, okay? And so I started talking to um, a close friend of mine who still does hair and just kind of, you know, confiding in her, letting her know that I've been really like desiring to do hair i miss it you know and all these things she like well i mean 
maybe you can just do it, you know, and kind of like do it for fun. Or maybe you can just do it and be a blessing or, you know, this, that, and the third. So that was kind of like, you know, the first thing. So that really got me really thinking of like, oh, maybe I can, right? Now, here, let me say this. The reason why I don't do hair is because I believe God told me the season for doing hair and the season for me being an insurance agent and all of those things were over um, based biblically um, based on scriptures that he showed me that he spoke to me through. So that is really the reason why. I don't do hair on top of when I got in my car accident because of the injury that I sustained it would have it would be very difficult for me to just stand on my feet like that and be bending over a shampoo bowl and doing all these things because there is it's a lot of wear and tear on your body um, doing hair so that's really the reason why I don't now for some reason I guess that had kind of went to the back of my mind because now all of a sudden I keep considering and I keep mulling over the idea of me doing hair. So then the next conversation I have with this particular friend is her saying, hey, um, why don't you see about this space? This space is available. You can get this space. You can do a couple clients and, you know, just to get, you know, just kind of like, you know, just to, just to scratch the itch because since you've been wanting to do hair, because I keep talking about it, right? Um, I keep, because it's still, I keep entertaining the thought. And because I keep entertaining the thought, it begins to go in my heart. And I really keep talking about it because I really think I really want to do hair again. And then I keep coming up, people keep coming up to me. Like I had an old client reach out to me via social media and she just basically tried to schedule an appointment. I done had people come up to me recently and say, when you gonna do hair again? You need to start back doing hair. I need somebody to do my hair. It's just been a lot of things about me doing hair on top of my own thoughts and desires, right? So I'm like, oh, wow, that, that would be great. This would be perfect. Yes, I could probably do that. And, you know, but then I stopped and was like, maybe I need to pray about it. You know, she was just like, something like this, you really don't need to pray about. Because, I mean, it's just, you know, you have the gift, you have the desire. You know, if you want to, you know, do it to make money, if you want to do it to just be a blessing. It's just like, you know, you get to set your own schedule. You get to, you know, um, place your own boundaries and parameters about how you want to do it. And she was like, you can just do it how you want to do it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I um, started moving forward. I ended up making a meeting, getting a meeting with the um, person who owns the space so I can inquire about what needs to happen so I can get the space. But I did pray though. I ended up praying because I, I knew in my mind I had to be sure if it, this was God because of the word that I believe God gave me a couple years ago about not doing hair and insurance anymore. And so, but... I prayed about it and I still moved forward. So I had a meeting with the guy. He showed me the space. He told me everything about the process. He was very nice and kind. Um, I really liked the space. It was a really good meeting. And basically, he was like, well, I can send you the application. And, then, you know, I just wanted, it's just a basic application just to get a little information. And then um, from there, you put your deposit down and I'll work with you. And everything was just seeming to align, y'all. Like, everything was, like, full, falling into place. So I'm like, wow, really? You know, I'm, I'm about to start back doing hair. You know what I mean? And so um, I did make him aware, like, well, I just got to finish renewing my license. Because I even let my license my license lapsed 
because I had no intention on doing hair because I wanted to obey what God had told me. Um, so he was cool with that. Like, yeah, just, you know, I'll give you time to take care of everything you need to take care of, get everything you need to get to set up your space, doing all this. I'm like, what? This is crazy. So I'm like excited. Like, well, I guess I might about to, you know, as I'm building this, this business of redefining a woman's worth, I guess I'm about to start back building my hair business, right? And I was like, wow, that's, that falls in alignment with what I want to do because I'm a big proponent of multiple streams of income. And again, this is something I like to do. I love to um, just, I love being in the chair. I love, love, love just seeing the transformation, the transition from taking a person's hair from what it was when they came in to them leaving out with something different, something beautiful. I love the challenge of when people have hair challenges and have damage or, you know, have just a lot of... Um, negative experiences with their hair whether it's growth issues whether it's um um like breakage or excess shedding or whatever it is whether it's damage from a chemical or you know it's so overly thirsty or whatever the challenge is that they come into the chair and say well my hair has never grown or my hair has always been brittle or my hair has always been x y and z or whatever it is i love the challenge of then going in my mind and creating a particular um treatment right just for them based on their hair needs us partnering together me laying out the process the commitment on their end and then following it and seeing the results because i'm i'm results driven so i love seeing results and because that's what i did in hair school i often got very challenging clients who had really extreme hair challenges so that gave me a love that, that I just grew a love for that because it was something that I began to experience in hair school. And a lot of the clients that I had followed me because they saw the results. So I love it. And I just love people. And I love connecting with people, as you guys can see, right? Uh, and so I just love everything that comes with doing hair. Not just the money, but just everything else that comes with it, right? And so I was really excited. Like, wow, I'm about to be able to do this thing, this thing that I really like doing. And I'll be able to help women in this way, redefine their worth physically, right? When you look good, you feel good. So I'm like feeling it. I'm like, yes, it's about to go. I'm about to do this thing, right? But something just didn't sit well. It just didn't sit in my spirit well. And the next thing you know, I um, kept hearing a particular story in the Bible. Two different people um, at two different times had did a video based on this particular story in the Bible about the old prophet and the young prophet and how the old prophet, God had told the young prophet to do something in specific and he gave him specific instructions on what not to do when he got there and so the first time when he was tempted to do the very thing God told him not to do he resisted it right because the bible tells us we resist the devil he had to flee from us so he resisted the first temptation but see then he came and on he can as he continued to um obey god's word and, and to do what god told him to do um someone else and this person was an older person this was an older prophet in the land and this person came in with deception though and told the young prophet now god told the man not to eat 
in that land that he had sent him to to release a word he said don't eat there don't drink there don't go back there leave matter of fact when you leave just go in a whole nother way don't come don't go back in the same direction you came i gave him some very specific instructions but now here we got this this other person who comes who presents themselves to be um like him, a prophet, someone who is um, loyal to God, who's actually hearing God, and someone who you trust, right? And so this this older prophet came but deceived the young prophet and said, hey, an angel of the Lord came to me and told me to bring you back and for you to come and eat and drink at my house. And instead of him, the young prophet, going to God to inquire of God, because here's the thing, if God told him personally not to do these things why would god then come through a person and go tell him to go back and do these things right because the bible tells us that god don't change he does not contradict himself he's the same yesterday today and forevermore so why would god tell him not to do something but then turn around and tell him to do it but it's but like all of us and even me included sometimes we just we're too trusting and it's not to say that a particular person or even that my friend was coming in deception. It's not to say that because that wasn't the point. The point that I that resonated with me was the fact that God told me not to do something right himself. So then why would God go back and tell me to go do the very thing he told me not to do? That was the gist of it for me. And because I kept hearing the story I had to step back and get out of my emotions and get out of my feelings and get out of my desires. And I had to pray seriously and be like, okay, Lord, I hear the word and I received it in my heart. It resonated with me. So now I feel like you've answered the prayer when I'm asking you, is this you? And you're like, no, but is it a good idea? Yes. Would it be me being a blessing or and it blessing me? Yes, it would be good to start back doing here. It'd be good for me to go, you know, and work at this space and work around um, my friend. And the space just really happened to be really close to my house. So when I say things were like in alignment, like it's the location is good. It's close to my house. It's a good environment. My friend works there. The guy who owns the building, he is very, very um, kind and very nice and um, all of the things, right? But just because it was a good opportunity did not mean it was God. And we have to learn to be able to discern between the two. So this is why I'm saying it may be that you need to let go of or you may maybe there's an opportunity that has presented itself recently to you and maybe it seems like a good opportunity but i admonish you and i say to you don't you need to step back and you really need to think it through you really you really need to pray about it you really need to discern it you really need to look at it from all angles because see here's the problem those of us who um, are believers, are Christians, know, or if you don't know, one of the ways the enemy works is he sends you a counterfeit thing. The very thing God has every intention on releasing to you that is going to blow your mind, that is going to take your breath away, that is going to catapult you to your destiny, that's going to take you to the new level, that is going to open doors no man can shut, that really is about to bless you in a major way, the enemy is going to send you a counterfeit first. A counterfeit opportunity and maybe the person he used may not even know that they're being used maybe again it's not intentional maybe because again people give wrong advice with good intentions i have done it 
I have given somebody some advice that was good advice and it was advice from my heart, but it was, it wasn't the best advice for their situation. You know, so you can give or a person can give you wrong advice with good intentions. It doesn't always mean a person is trying to sabotage you or being deceived or is evil or nothing. Sometimes it's just because we have a flesh. But I want to say to you, because the wait is over, this is the most crucial time to make sure you're able to stand, to stay in position and to don't move too fast because you will miss your opportunity. And some of these opportunities not coming back around. Like I posted today, the lifetime of the opportunity is only as good as the opportunity. Oh, I'm sorry, the opportunity of a lifetime, excuse me, y'all. The opportunity of a lifetime is only as good as the lifetime of the opportunity. Let me say it again. The opportunity of a lifetime is only as good as the lifetime of the opportunity, which means stop thinking you will always have time. Stop thinking there will always be time for you to start that business. Stop thinking. Stop thinking it'll be it'll always be time for you for for that guy is always gonna keep pursuing you. Stop thinking that. Stop thinking that it's always gonna be time for you to lead that job. Stop thinking that. Stop thinking it's always gonna be time for you to do X, Y, and Z because it won't be. Some things come with an expiration date. And sometimes the opportunity will not come and revisit you. And because the wait is over, I keep saying it because it is real, it is true. I keep hearing it in the spirit. The wait is over, but you got to stay in position. And you can't look to the left or to the right. You can't be distracted. You can't fall for the counterfeit. You have to test that thing. You have to stand back. If you if somebody offers you an opportunity, trust me. If it is the one for you and you tell them, hmm, can you give me three days? Can you give me five days? I really need to think about it. I, you know, I really need to go over some things. I really need to discuss it with somebody, whatever. And if you have leadership, if you have accountability, if you have, you know, someone that you trust, you know, that may have a little more wisdom or be more seasoned, you know, or whatever the case may be, maybe you need to go and inquire of them. Maybe you just need to go straight to God and pray and inquire of him. But don't just be hasty and move and accept a, a position or accept an opportunity or accept a person just because they are presented to you right now and just because they seem good because everything that is good is not God. And because my whole motive and agenda is to see my sisters win and to see you redefine your worth and to see you walking in the in the fullness and wholeness and, and best version of yourself, I have to get up here and I have to give you this, this warning. Sis, please be mindful. You know if I'm talking to you. You know if this is resonating with you. You know if you're feeling something happening on the inside of your body and it's unexplainable and you you can't identify it. You know if you are in a situation right now where it's this relationship, it's this friendship, it's this opportunity, it's this job, it's this partnership, whatever it is, it's this ministry. Come on now, let's let's be real. Every ministry ain't for you. Every church ain't where you're supposed to be. God is intentional. He plants you in certain places because everything God does is going to multiply. He's a God of multiplication. That's why he talks a lot about seed because seed, you plant one seed, but you get, you get a, a multiple harvest, right? You might, you might plant one, uh, apple seed, but you going to, it's going to produce a whole apple tree that you will be able to eat off all, all over and over and over and over. That's how God is. He's a God of multiplication. And see, sometimes we are getting a situation and instead of us multiplying, it is start subtracting. 
Yeah, the job may pay you a lot of money, but it may take your peace. Yeah, the opportunity may be good, but it may take your time away from your family. May that person may be good, but they may take your heart from God. So we have to understand that just because it look good on the outside don't mean that it's good, right? That's like, again, I have another, <laughs> I always got a story, y'all, I know, y'all like this girl. Because I'm telling you, I be, I, listen, it be real. Life be, life is real out here. It's real. You know, there was a guy, again, since in my life. And long story short, listen, he wasn't the one. Oh, but he, now I'm going to be honest. From the very beginning, I just wasn't sold on it. But the more I allow him in my ear, the more I gave him the the time, the more I listened to his words, the more the that he continued to just try to convince me the more it was almost like it was wearing me down so sometimes we we have a we are we have a gut feeling right um that this person ain't it but because they say all the right things because they do all the right things because they're consistent because you know they make all these promises because they quote scripture because they send you you know um they they send you scriptures and and they 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 talk about the bible and and they talk about how much they love god or because they talk about how good of a person they is and how good they're gonna treat you and all these things they're gonna do and because they're so kind and because they're so sweet and all of these things we begin to allow ourselves to kind of this discredit that feeling that we have and then we be broken down you know it reminds me of the story in the bible and judges of samson and delilah well you know Delilah wore Samson down. That's why he ended up telling her the truth of what his secret was, right? Because she was so persistent. She was so persistent and consistent with, you don't love me. If you love me, you would, why you don't like, what? why do you hate me? Because you, you won't tell me, you won't tell me your secret. Because every time, now, every time he told her something that wasn't true about his secret, Every time he woke up, he woke up to an attack. Now, isn't that interesting how he was so blinded by his own lust and his own desire that he didn't even be able to put two and two together. That every time, because he told her like three or four times something that wasn't the real truth about where his strength came from. And he told her, like, if you tie me up with a certain type of cord, it, I'll be weak as a, as a man and, and then I can be overtaken. And so he will wake up the next day and be tied up exactly how he told her to tie him up with the thing. And he would be under attack physically. The Philistines, they would come to be attacking him. This happened like three or four times. But because he was so caught up and he was so bewitched, he was so you know, um, uh, in a state of confusion or just in a state of, um, euphoria, you know, just full of lust and the desire because he was lusting after this woman, he desired her. She probably was very sexy and very, you know, attractive and all of these things. And he was so caught up in the physical and, and just really having that, um, desire fulfilled that he was ignoring the red flags that, yo, you didn't connect it with this woman. And ever since you connected with her, it's been an attack on your life. Woo! My God, that's a word for somebody. Every time, ever since you are connected with this person, there has been an attack on your life. 
You can't get no sleep. You can't get no rest. Your dreams have been crazy. You know, you've been having nightmares. Things ain't been going well. You know, doors have been shut. You know, things in your household has been disrupted. Your peace and your mind has been disrupted. All of these things, ever since this person came into your life, you've been having an attack. But because you're so focused on the physical, you're so focused on, I just want a situation. Uh, uh, I just want a relationship. I just want to be loved. I just want to get married. Or I just want to be, you know, I, I just want to be an influencer. I just want to be successful. I just want to be acknowledged. All of these things, we have these desires. And because we get so overtaken by the desire, it blinds us to the truth. And I'm telling you, whoever you are, sis, because I'm talking to myself again, these are my real experiences because this person came into my life and when ever since he came into my life, something seemed off. And it was a very subtle thing. It wasn't nothing overt. You know, he was kind. He was nice. He, he appeared to be a loving. He appeared to be, you know, an emotionally intelligent. He appeared to be expressive, a com good communicator. Uh, he appeared to be so loving. And he would say, I mean, the most beautiful things and just be like, I mean, I have a woman melting the things he would say. Because it's the things that you, as a woman, I know me, I want to hear. But I was I was be starting to become so caught up in what he was saying that I wasn't I wasn't really able to pay attention to those signs though those things that was like showing me and telling me like mm, this ain't right though something ain't right about this it appears to be good but hmm something just don't feel right and I was having that feeling so I was battling right so there was moments where I would be sure like yes this ain't god he keeps saying he's god he keeps saying he's my god ordained spouse it's god sent him oh i'm the answer to his prayers and just saying all this thing about god but first of all there was no real fruit in him that i saw that was any evidence that he truly had a relationship with god number one um number two i feel like if god if that was the case and why wouldn't god tell me and I found myself being confused all the time. And so, again, that's a telltale sign to me that it's not God because God doesn't bring confusion. So if you're in a situation or if there's an opportunity or if you're in a position or if you're in a relationship and you're constantly confused, I'm going to tell you right now, that's not the one for you. Because you, you will be clear. You will have clarity. But again, had I continued to entertain that particular situation that appeared to be good, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to be out of position. So when the man does come, when I am presented to my actual true husband, I'm not going to be in position because I'm going to be too busy being occupied by this counterfeit. So that's what happens. Yeah, we it ain't always about something technically destroying us. Sometimes it's just get you out of position, get you out of position because because it's on the way. That's why the wait is over. That prayer that prayer, answer prayer, that answer is on the way. That opportunity is on the way. Those resources is on the way. That help is on the way. That that healing is on the way, right? You know, that relocation, it's on the way, right? You connecting with the right person to help you to fulfill that, that vision is on the way. It's on the way. That spouse is on the way, okay? It's on the way. Um, but again, don't get distracted and, and don't get out of position because you're too caught up in a, something that looks good, but it's not God. 
or it's not the thing for you. Trust me, that's a thing. So many people are caught up in things that are good right now, living a life that is good right now. But guess what? It could be greater had they just waited, had they just stayed in position, had they just continued to believe, had they continued to trust, had they learned how to say no. See, I had to say no to that opportunity to go do hair. I had to say no. Now, I don't know. You know, I don't know what's on the other side of that no, but I knew in that moment I had to say no. In the same way, I knew I had to say no to this man. Why? Because it was very clear to me, this was not God. And I want what God wants. I don't want, I don't want just good, y'all. I don't know about you. I don't want just good. I, I'm, I, I need great. I need the God thing, right? Because it's the God thing that's going to be sustainable. It's the God thing that's going to be long lasting. That's the, it's the God thing that's going to endure. It's the God thing that's going to continue to bless me. It's the God thing that's, that's not going to be able to be easily broken. It's going to be the God thing. So for, for me, and even for you, the wait is over, but again, stay in position, Stay in position. And sometimes you got to walk away from some people, places, and things. You might have to give a two weeks notice. You might have to turn down an opportunity. You might have to let go of a friendship. You might have to break up with somebody. You know, whatever it is. But I'm telling you, the wait is over. And that thing you've been waiting for for years. That thing you've been believing for for years. The answer, the, the thing is here. But you will miss it. You will miss it. Being caught up in something that is good but not god so again i just say i know this is deep as heavy i said it would be it's not a traditional um podcast but it is an important podcast please 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 um listen 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 and hear hear have ears to hear please the wait is over but you have to be in position Yes, queens, the wait is over. How many of you are excited about it? Start rejoicing, start celebrating, start proclaiming right now like it's here, right? You got to believe it. You got to know it. It is here. The wait is over. It is right before you. If you just wait a little longer, if you just trust a little longer, if you just believe a little longer, maybe it's in your no. Maybe it's the thing you have to turn down or walk away from. Maybe that's going to shift you right into the very answer that you've been looking for, the very thing you've been praying for, the very thing you've been believing for. You got to stay. You got to stay in position. So again, I hope this blesses somebody, a few people. I know it blessed me. I'm so grateful to God for being so intentional um, to just speak and minister to us and to make sure that we don't miss out. Because again, some opportunities have expiration dates and they won't come back. And so we want to, as we're redefining our worth, we want to walk into everything that um, belongs to us, everything God has for us. We want to receive all that is ours, right? No more are we going to settle for things being stolen, taken, right? you know just just all kinds of things that we've been experiencing in our lives like now we want to walk into that promised land that the bible talks about that land of canaan that land flowing with milk and honey we want there to be a flow of blessings we want to be a flow of goodness right we want there to be a flow in our lives instead of a barrenness right instead of death and barrenness where we can't seem to produce we can't seem to you know get things um to, to happen and things to come to pass we can't seem to you know actualize the idea 
assignment. We can't seem to get the vision together. We can't seem to, you know, fulfill the assignment. We can't seem to stay focused. And, you know, we seem to just get stagnant and complacent and stale, you know, but now the wait is over. So we want to flow. We just got to make sure we don't hinder that flow by getting caught up in making the wrong decision or falling for the counterfeit or the uh, false opportunity or the false, you know, situation and that we stand firm in faith to know that the wait is over. The wait is over, sis. No longer are you broken, honey. Your healing, your, your healing will be here. Your healing, their wholeness. It's the difference between healing and wholeness. You can be healed, but not whole. We want to be healed and whole. And that and it's yours. That's your portion. But you gotta you gotta get in position. You have to stay in position. And don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the, you know, for the for the counterfeit. Don't fall for what glitters but it's not gold. Okay. We how much how many do it? They we got a lot of people walking around with fake stuff on, fake jewelry, fake rings, fake this, fake that. Fake is out here and people wearing fake like it's real. But how many of us know that fake still fake? No matter how real it looks, it's still fake. So I admonish you to heed the word and to know that the wait is over. And yes, um, yeah, that, that's it. That's all I got for the people. Uh, as always, you can reach out to me on Facebook um, at Redefining a Woman's Worth. That is the Facebook page, the business page. You can listen to the podcast. I release content. I do lives, um, all kinds of things. So you can go over there, check that out. Like, 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 share it, share it, share it. Um, I would appreciate it. Also, um, you can hit me up on Instagram at Janelle Renee underscore one, or you can email me directly at um, purityafterpromiscuity at gmail.com. I would love, love, love to hear from you all. You guys are so special. Y'all mean the world to me i am so excited for what i know god is about to do in your life so i would love to hear testimonies so please um if this is you that i'm speaking to you know it's you and then if you listen you follow whatever god is telling you to do whatever you know to do and you see and you actually receive the true manifestation of the thing you've been believing for and and praying for and waiting for please 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 reach out to me you can message me dm me through the facebook page um through instagram you can email me directly whatever however you feel comfortable but please 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 just um just reach out to me and just let me know like let me hear your testimony because that's again why we how we overcome we overcome by the blood of the lamb but the word of our testimony so yep i know deep today but hey i believe it's gonna be a blessing so as and as usual until we meet again just know your past does not define you It develops you and you are worthy.